I'm Tanner Olson, and this is the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Here we talk about hope and heaviness, creating and continuing joy and sorrow, life and God, questions and answers, and everything in between. This is a podcast where you were invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually, to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode. Before we dive into episode 59, I just wanted to say thank you. I know, I say it every time, but I was brought up to be polite, and so this is me being polite. Is it polite if you're saying you're you're being polite? Anyways, I'm really thankful for y'all for being part of this podcast, for listening and for sharing the episodes with your friends. Uh, when you guys share them on social media and tag me in it, it just makes it makes me smile. Uh, this was this podcast has just been a random idea, a random dream, and it's fun to be able to put out episodes week after week and for y'all to be listening to them. So thank you. Thank you for sticking around and thank you for sharing them around. And if you find this episode particularly helpful or encouraging, feel free to pass it along to a friend. All right, let's talk about this episode before we jump in. At the very end of the episode, you'll hear a poem by Rachel Huckle. She's a poet from Australia, and her poem is titled Morning Routine. I found it while I was scrolling through Instagram, and I loved it. It was one of those poems that I wish that I had written, and I think that it fits really well with the rest of the episode. So you'll be able to find Rachel's work in the show notes. But a few months back, I added a page to my website, a place where you can anonymously send me a question or a writing prompt. It's called Ask Me Anything, and I've talked about it on here before. And one morning I checked my email, and I found an email titled Help. And when an email subject is help, you open the email. You don't save it for later. You open it right then and there. And I did. And this is what the email said. Hi, Tanner. I am mentally, emotionally, and spiritually drained. I'm so down, out of words, and feel so disappointed with myself. I don't know who to turn to. I don't know to whom I should reach out. I've been battling with mental instability for two years now, and I've been holding on quite a while. The feeling of ending it all, yet clinging on to hope. I just don't know. Why am I even brought into this world? How I wish there'd be no tomorrow for me. That's what the email said. And to be honest, I didn't know what to say. But I felt as though I needed to say something. After all, it's called ask me anything and giving an answer is implied. Now, because this is anonymous, I don't know who asked this question. So my response is somewhat generalized. But anyways, on this episode, I'll give my response to their honest and appreciated question. Here is episode 59 of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. One of my classes in college was about Christian care. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would gather in a classroom in the upstairs of an old building. And from what I heard, the school was formerly a Roman Catholic nunnery. I'm not sure what that has to do with the story, but, well, it's what came to mind. Sometimes... You just have to write down what comes to mind, you know. Our classroom was plain. There wasn't anything flashy or beautiful about it. There was a podium for the professor and tables with chairs for the students. 
There wasn't anything hanging on the walls, not even a laminated poster with a cat hanging onto a tree branch with the words, hang in there. I love that poster. The room was lit by three windows overlooking a parking lot, and on the other side of the parking lot was beautiful Lake Michigan. Most nights during my freshman year of college, I'd walk down to the lake and watch the waves roll in. I'd leave my phone in the dorm room and seek the peace of another passing day. One by one, the stars would begin to shine. And with every new star, I would feel the weight fall off my shoulders. Tiny reminders that I was here, and that I was alive, and that the light always finds a way. My first year of college, I was terribly depressed and homesick. I wanted to go home. I wanted to be held. I wanted life to look different than it was. I wanted to feel different than how I was feeling. I wanted to be anywhere other than where I was. But where I was was where I needed to be. And that took me years to believe and see. Something I've come to believe is that you cannot help how you feel. Feelings, they give us messages and insights into what's going on deep down inside of us. They are meant to be honored, not ignored. Feelings come and they go. Sometimes they are unwelcome guests, staying longer than you like. And sometimes, sometimes we accidentally give them more power than we need to. In that first year of college, I let my feelings lead the way, putting my faith in the passenger seat. And if you're looking for a way to exhaust yourself, well, this is the way to do it. Once a week in our Christian care class, we would team up with a classmate and practice caring for the needs of another. Our professor would pair us up into groups of two, just like Noah did with the animals. One student would be assigned the role of the caregiver, and the other would be on the receiving end of their care. We'd be handed a slip of paper that detailed the life of the one who was in need of help. Sometimes they were struggling with mental health, or the death of a loved one, or financial burden or uncertainty. Sometimes they were just, they were just sad. And sometimes they didn't know what they were feeling, but they knew they were feeling too much. One of the things I remember from the Christian care class was to make space for the things you wish were not present. The hurt, the questions, the trauma, the fear, the thoughts, the feelings. Oftentimes we don't want to bring all of ourselves to the table. We want to hide things away from the light. And I used to believe I was being brave by putting a smile on my face and telling others that I was doing just fine, but, but lying or hiding is not brave. It's hurtful and harmful. And I was hurting myself by pretending everything was okay when everything wasn't okay. I've since come to learn that it's a brave thing to bring your full self forward. To show up and say, this is me and this is what life is like for me. It's hard, but it's brave. Again and again, our professor would encourage us to slow down and be present. He would tell us that the most important thing was what was happening right in front of us. The individual, the conversation, the vulnerability, the sharing, the questions, the listening, the processing, the silence, the moment. Another thing I remember from this course was that there was often never a time for you to respond to the story of another with the words, I know exactly what you're going through. Because the truth is, we all go through things differently. We even go through similar things differently. So I share all of that to say this. 
I don't know what you've been through or what you're going through. I don't know what feelings and emotions you're holding. I don't know what questions you're asking and what answers you're clinging to. But I do know. I do know that you said the hardest word there is to say. Help. What a brave thing it is to ask for help. You are brave. And I'm not a counselor or a therapist. I'm just a writer who feels and thinks too much. When I read your email, I dropped everything and began to type. There were a thousand different words I could write and stories that I could tell you. There were a few poems that I would share with you. And if I were sitting across from you, I'd look you in the eyes and tell you what a friend told me last year. I hate this for you. I hate this for you. Like you, I was going through something and said, help. I didn't want to say it, but I did. And when he told me that he hated this for me, I felt the same way I felt when I would sit on the shore of Lake Michigan and watch the stars come out. I also want to tell you what I often need to hear. There is room for you here. You are not a burden and you are not unwanted. You are not forgotten and you are not too much. There is room for you here. This is what I imagine Jesus saying to me when I'm overwhelmed by the weight of the world. When you begin to believe life is not the way it should be, may you create space. Create space for waiting. Create space for not knowing. Create space for change and therapy and mystery. Create space for prayer and grief and miracles. Create space for beauty and hope. Create space for today is today, but today is not forever. The way life is is not the way it will always be. We were made to change, but the change is just like we were made to stand beneath the stars. Just like we were made to listen to the waves roll in. Just like we were created to ask for help and to ask for it again. Today is today, and tomorrow is on its way. There's room for you. There will always be room for you. Before we play for you Rachel's poem titled Morning Routine, I just wanted to say thanks again for listening to this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Special thanks to Matt Daring for creating the music for this podcast. Go ahead and visit writtentospeak.com to check out the latest blog, grab books, or to book me for an upcoming event. Or if you'd also like to send in an anonymous question or writing prompt, you can just go to writtentospeak.com and you'll find it right there. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes. I know that you're going to want to follow along with Rachel's work after you hear her poem. So without any further ado here to close out this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast, here's Rachel Huckle. Hello, my name is Rachel Huckle and I'm a poet and poetry editor based in Sydney, Australia. I have two books, Fleeting Things and Making Whole, which you can find on Amazon, Book Depository, etc. or on my website, rachelhuckle.com. You can follow along with my work on Instagram and Pinterest at Rachel Huckle. Here's a poem that I want to read to you from Making Whole. 
Forget what you were told about the best morning routines. The first thing you do in the morning does not have to put you on the path of success, but on the path of faithfulness. Leave the morning workout aside for a minute. Resolve to write your to-do list later. For now, just sit in the soft mercy of sunrise and greet your creator. Watch how he resurrects the light. Know that all things are in the process of being made new. And whilst you are sleeping, even you.